Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, regular listeners, you may have spotted that we've changed our name. It's now Honey & Co. The Food Sessions. So if you hear this sound, it's just us making dinner. Well, that and the fact that we're not allowed to use our old title anymore. It's just been a bit of a thing, but don't worry about it. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to Honey & Co. I'm Itamar Surovic. And I'm Sarit Packer. This week we're in our friend's garden in southeast London. We're going to light up the barbecue and we're going to cook some dishes from our upcoming book, Chasing Smoke. Our book is all about our travels around the Levant, chasing fires everywhere, cooking on grills. We'd love you to have a taste of it. Itamar, I'm going to go and start the fire. You can tell everyone what we're going to cook. This week's episode is inspired by one of our favorite trips and our favorite countries. It's Jordan. And we've kept the best for last because this is our fifth episode. Yes. And of course, we need to end on a sweet note. And we're going to make knafe, which is, I think, I have to say the best knafe I had in my life was in, in Jordan, in Amman. And made on charcoal, which yeah. we had never like really thought of before, I suppose, because it's a sweet and you don't directly correlate it with cooking on fire. It is the only real sweet dish in the book. But Jordan was like a special trip for us, wasn't it? It was magical. Yeah, the most hospitable, friendly people you'll ever meet in your life. Delicious food. Also in this episode, we are going to catch up with some of the people we met on the way in our travels. We're going to be talking to Ramzi Hanefia. He was our guide in Jordan and boy did it work well for us. He's a great guy, so much fun. We had the best trip. He took us everywhere. We ate everything. Good music as well. Good music. Like we had a blast. He's part of a kind of group of guys that are really interested in reviving the love of nature and travel and tourism in Jordan. And we can't wait to speak to him again. And we're also going to talk to Patricia Niven, the red mullet, our beautiful photographer, who was the best travel companion anyone can ever have. Okay, we'll hear from them both a bit later. First, let's cook. We're going to make knafe now. It's a salty, sweet, cheesy dessert encased in very crisp pastry that's drenched with orange blossom syrup. It's kind of a sweet, savory, soft, crunchy mix that we love so much. And the best version, I think, that I've had was in Jordan, in Amman. It was beautiful, like a shop dedicated to this. Three different versions. You kind of choose your version at the counter. So one has this, like, what we would call traditional kadaif pastry, nice long strands. Then one is like, um, like a sealed pastry, I suppose, like a phyllo more. And then one was this kind of crazy something between a crumble, between a pastry. And I tried to get... 
the lovely staff to tell me how they made this pastry. They were very cagey. They were cagey. <laughs> they kept saying it was something to do with semolina. They wouldn't tell me. But then other people that we asked around, they were a little bit more forthcoming. And what this pastry really is, is the same Kadif pastry, the same long strand that you would know from baklava and things like that, that's just been dried up, crushed to a very, very fine texture, and then blended with a little bit of sugar and clarified butter, usually. And then and just very lightly baked, yeah. yeah. Before we start that, like with any one of these traditional desserts, I'm going to start with making a sugar syrup, and I'm just going to do it on the fire, actually. So this is called a, a two-to-one syrup. It's a really thick, really rich syrup. So sugar first, double the amount of water, then we add the water, a bit of lemon juice just to help it, not seize and not crystallize, and we just put that on the stove to cook. And we're going to bring that to like a nice little boil, simmer it really slowly, depending on the heat of your stove, five to ten minutes. You want to develop a really nice thick syrup. So while the fire is catching and becoming really beautiful, we're going to have a little chat with some friends that we met along the way. Just a little trip in down memory lane. Sariti! Hey Patricia! Hi Itama! And Itama! Hey darling fish! Hello loves! We've reached our last trip, you know. Oh no, so it's not true. I mean for this book, for this, uh, you know... Good. That's what I was wanting. Yeah. Just a little kind of add-on. I mean, also it was our last trip because we couldn't get to complete Lebanon, but we went to Jordan. Yes, we did. And we were hoping we would sneak Lebanon in before lockdown, but we didn't. Mm. I mean, I I have to say I was caught by surprise at how much I love Jordan. Mm. I loved Amman. I thought Amman was such a cool town. So vibrant. Yeah, but also there's something, you know, a lot of the places that we went around the the Middle East are a little bit rushed and a little bit like hectic. Mm. But Amman is something very, very sort of stately about it. Yeah, you're right. It was actually, wasn't it? And it was almost like a spiritual kind of feeling, wasn't it? When we went up to the citadel, was it called? What was the... Yeah. Yeah, on the mountain there. and the, the Moazin calling from all the different mosques around and just and echoes echoing and through the hills. reverberates through the hills. That was and so special. And the pigeons, they're yeah. flying in formation. In, yeah. <laughs> <they do>. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just nice because there's like this tiny, tiny delay between the different calls of the Moazin. So they would overlap in like this kind of beautiful, like, yeah. Also, we kind of experience this thing of like these... You know, we have it a bit uh, in Israel, but in Jordan, I think it's even more pronounced. This aspect that from one side, like going up north, is kind of hilly and, and green, and we kind of driving down all the way down into the desert and into Petra, and it changes as you're driving through it. In like a few hours, you're in a completely, completely yeah, it different. It was like a, a moonscape at, in parts, yeah. wasn't it? On the drive, and then the pink stone yeah. in Petra. Aren't they amazing? In, and the scale of it. You could you could have done a whole book just of pictures of Petra. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. I felt like that area was run by the kids. Like the 10-year-olds yeah. on camels and donkeys. Just... With a cigarette. Yes. <laughs> Do you see like a four-year-old smoking or something? We saw everyone. <laughs> yeah, there was quite a lot of smoking in Jordan. But the charging through the kind of caverns on four-legged animals yeah. by children <laughs> like, was amazing. But also they had this like uh, this kind of makeup, like the coal kind of, you know, the black, oh, I love black that. makeup on their eyes for the boys. And yeah. it was kind of like 
He was stunning. Yeah, that's where Johnny Depp got his idea from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Of the Caribbean. <laughs> For sure. He totally looked like that. He had all the layers and the textures and the makeup and the jewels. The headgear. Yeah. He was totally that. Bit stoned. It was very, very beautiful. And you kind of do that walk and you kind of know what you're expecting walking down to Petra and... In your head, you've seen it all in the you know in pictures, but nothing yeah. really prepares you to to how beautiful it is. No, you could see like a trillion pictures of it, but still, it doesn't even yeah begin. to suddenly come across from the rawness of the caverns to this sculpted facade of the temple was just I don't know. I mean, it's isn't it one of the wonders of the world? <laughs> Not surprisingly, <laughs> uh, I we think have it is. zero you know. knowledge. <laughs> zero knowledge of the wonders. Uh, we mostly focus on the food, and food we did a lot as well. I mean, oh we spent God, we did. a whole day with Safe's mum. She was cooking mansa for us. That was beautiful. That was special, wasn't that it? Was so and and you, do you remember good. like this frizzing of excitement? Like the whole family's like, mansa, mansa, mansa. <laughs> special occasion food, right? Yeah. Kind of like... The national dish, but also more than the national dish because they <laughs> just love it so much. There was so much excitement. And it is rice and lamb. So the, mm-hmm. the rice is cooked in the, in the lamb broth, I guess. And the lamb is completely falling off the bone in this kind of fermented yogurt sauce which I'm not doing it justice. I was going to say, just, it doesn't sound that good. But it's so good. <laughs> but it tastes amazing. The best part about the mansaf is, is kind of everything that's sprinkled on top, the roasted nuts and pine nuts and parsley, and then they made us eat it with our hands like they would, which is my favourite way of eating anyway. Was it just left-handed? Did you have to have one hand behind your back? Yeah. One hand behind our back, standing, and then yeah. taking a bowl of rice, putting some lamb and some almond on top and kind of popping it in your mouth. And we laughed and we said, this is kind of like, well, like Jordanian sushi. They invented sushi and actually the <laughs> Japanese have just stolen it. But it's like a celebration for, for the whole family. Everyone kind of sits around these big platters and there's this whole ceremony of like, eating more than your body weight of rice and lamb. <laughs> it took a long time to prepare, didn't it? I think yeah. it was well underway yeah. by the time we got to yeah. Safe's home. Yeah, that was really fun. And then, you know, when we went in the market and it was so beautiful and it, because of the time of year, there was all these like the green almonds, oh, like a kind of yes. street snack that you can have. or Really fresh and crispy. Yeah, oh, really and the delicious. Oh, desert truffles, you remember? Oh, yeah, piles of desert truffles. You know, they look like potatoes, but they call them desert truffles. And they say, yeah, you can only get like this one week in the year after a thunderstorm. So if we don't have a thunderstorm, no desert truffles. I think we brought some back to London, didn't we? I think we did. Uh, One day we'll come back. We will go and get some more. That would be fantastic. We just need to go after a thunderstorm. Betsy, we want to thank you for like traveling with us and recording it because we oh. are so lucky because we have like all the picture memories of it. So I get Ethan oh, to write you. beautifully about it, you to take beautiful pictures about it. <laughs> you know, it's like my life is being recorded as I live it. It's amazing. You like Beyonce? Thank you. I am Beyonce. <laughs> Bye, fish. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That was fun, huh? Yeah, it was great catching up. I'm going to take another pan and drizzle some clarified butter into it. And this is going to be our knafe. This will be our knafe itself. So the only thing really you want to have ready is a plate because we are going to tip it. It's a dessert you bake upside down, if that makes sense. I've just poured some clarified butter and I'm kind of 
swirling. swirling it around the tin so it covers the tin. You can use a frying pan or a tin. That goes on your heat. And then a nice layer of this pastry all on the bottom. Don't be too shy, but keep like something like four tablespoons for later to just sprinkle on the top. On the bottom it will be actually again because we're flipping it. So most of the pastry bar four tablespoons goes into this pan, press it down, drizzle a tiny bit more of the clarified butter and then we're going to put cheese on it. Cheese we're going to use a mix of like soft ball mozzarella and grated pizza mozzarella. Just a combination of the two. Sprinkle it but keep it a bit away from the sides just so that you can see your pastry and what it's doing. Basically how much the pastry is browning. You kind of want to shred the mozzarella ball and put the grated stuff all over the top. So this is quite a bit of cheese. And then the idea is to recreate the traditional cheese that you would use for it. It's a Lebanese string cheese, isn't it, yeah, usually? Yeah, or string cheese. I don't know if it's necessarily Lebanese. No, I suppose it is any kind of string cheese. But it cheese. is quite milky, it's quite fresh, and it's quite stringy. It has a little bit of a squeak to it. So this combination of... Uh, Fresh mozzarella and dry firm mozzarella works really, really well. And one more bite for the chef. Yeah. So once your cheese is in, we take the last four tablespoons that we had left of this mix and we sprinkle it on top of the cheese. Our sugar syrup also, I'm just going to swirl it a bit. And then the other thing we do, twist the pan so that it cooks evenly because don't forget this is a fire and the heat can be uneven in places. And sprinkle that tiny bit of remaining pastry on top of the cheese but I'm not gonna cover it entirely I want to see the cheese because it needs to be visible for me to see when it starts to melt properly this entire time we're turning it on the on the heat and another swivel it's definitely start to crisp up on the edges and you can see the cheese starting to melt How's our syrup doing? Syrup is just about coming to a boil. We've kind of keeping the, the heat quite mellow on this barbecue. Yeah, you want to have quite a gentle heat there because you want it all to crisp up properly, don't you? Mm. But it does need more time. It needs for the cheese to completely melt. Yeah, we're going to wait until that cheese kind of dissolves and bubbles. We're just going to have a little chat, build up the appetite. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Ramsey. Hey. Hey, hello. Hello. Habibi, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, oh, it's good. so nice to hear your voice, Ramsey. It's so good to hear you, man. Long time, long time. <laughs> Such a long time. Do you know what? When we left Jordan, I said to Sarit, we're going to come back every year in the spring and we're going <laughs> to hang out with Ramsey. And I was hoping that you'd come to us in the oh, summer. Oh, yeah, one day, one day, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. We were going to, you know, have more adventures with you because we keep looking on Instagram, seeing all your amazing adventures walking around Jordan, and we are so jealous. Yeah, I'm yeah. still doing adventures, yeah. Even, even the, the situation is really weird because of Corona. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still uh, trying to, to live. <laughs> So Ramzi is an adventure guide and he knows Jordan like nobody else. Ramzi, tell us a little bit about the different landscapes in Jordan. Okay, uh, Jordan is like three sections. One of them is desert and the another is the mountains and the other part is uh, the lowest point on earth. It's uh, Dead Sea and Red Sea. It's around 1,000 kilometers long. It's like uh, minus 400 uh, above the sea level. It's the lowest point on earth. The, the, the elevation and the climate there is really different than other places in this world. It's quite cold, no? Like we, we saw a lot of flowers, a lot of green, a lot of water. Uh, it's really green. So I don't know. I find that amazing. Yeah, I, I was so surprised by it. Ah, you can change the climate and the temperature and the elevation in half an hour. Yeah. It was one of the best days of all of our trips, Ramzi, when you took us up into the mountains. That Remember was crazy, you, yeah. You cooked on the fire for us tomato, you cooked uh, Galiat Bandura, right? This is how you say it? Ah, Galiat Bandura, yeah, right. Yeah. Miranda was asking me about that also. Yeah, Miranda is our producer, and she was talking. I was telling uh, yeah. Miranda that we uh, uh, get uh, some tomato from... Uh, the low part of Jordan, and we went to the mountains to cook it. Yes. It's one of the most simple things you can cook in Jordan. It's tomato, garlic, olive oil, and onions. Sometimes you, you add fresh mint, black pepper, salt. Yeah. It's a simple dish. And you just cook it until the tomatoes collapse. Until the tomatoes collapse. You cooked it on the fire, so it tasted... Like a bit smoky as well. It was so delicious. It tastes different when it cook uh, when you cook it uh, on the fire. Yeah. it tastes like uh, smoky. Yeah, just like this kind of big wok on a fire, and it was just special. We just had it with bread, and it was the best meal. Yeah, anything uh, we cook in Sajia, we have a, a dish like uh, it's a rounded dish. Anything you put in the Sajia, we call it Sajia. If you put chicken in the Sajia and you cook it. Uh, we call it saji. Uh, if you put uh, tomato and garlic, onions, olive oil, and you cook it in the saji, it's also saji. This is the name of the uh, cooking pan, and uh, it it become uh, the the name of the dish that you cook in it. I love that. It's a bit like when you say tagine in Moroccan, and everything. It doesn't matter what is inside the tagine. That's it. You know, this dish is in the book, uh, Ramzi, in our new book. And there oh, is wow. you making uh, Galiat Bandura. Uh, a picture of me doing that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. Now we need your address so we can send you a book and you can see yourself in, in the book. I would love to see that. If, you, <laughs> if you're going to send me a copy, I'm going to be so happy. For sure. Of course uh, I'd like to send you a copy. 
for us, it is very special to, you know, when we went to, to Safe's house and his mom cooked mansaf, this was so special for us to see. It was a special night, yeah. To see how it is cooked at home. It was really special for us. And, and we were so lucky you that was, you... You was knowing everything about mansaf. <laughs> I was surprised by that. <laughs> and I, I remember that day in downtown when Itamar was, uh, saw someone uh, making grilled kebab uh, on the street. And he was helping the man to yeah. to uh, to cook the food right. I was like, yeah. "What? <laughs> You're doing that better than him? This is." I should ask. He should give me money. Yeah. No, but he gave me kebab. It's better. You remember we went one day on a long walk up with a group of. You kind of lead a lot of. Uh, Young people on walks up in the mountain. We went to Ajlun. Ah, Ajlun. Ajlun. So beautiful. Yeah, uh, you, you you joined us for a for a hike. Yeah. Yeah, up into the mountains. Ah, into into the mountains of Ajlun. Yeah, right. That was a nice day, yeah. but I don't remember what we uh, eat that day. Ah, at the end we ate in the, in a Bedouin uh, camp. At the end of the uh, the camp of Isa Shari, yeah. We had zarb in yeah, the yeah. They made zarb and uh, and knafe on the fire. We had like a big chunk and knafe, yeah, on the fire. Ah, and Sarit made bread. It's true. I made bread with yeah, them, right. Pebble bread in the oven with the stones. <laughs> we still go to Um Ahmed to make us uh, fresh bread. Oh, it was so delicious. Ah, that was fermented bread. And we walked in a river of water, so we all had wet feet. And we took off, <laughs> you know, we took off the shoes and we cooked bread in the fire and we got our feet warm in the fire, <laughs> near the fire. Uh, after that hike, you were so tired. <laughs> we were heading to Betra and I was uh, driving. I was uh, the only one uh, awake in that car. Uh, Everyone was yeah. sleeping <laughs> around me. <laughs> Lucky you were awake, Ramsey. I remember and we went to Betra after that. We did a hike and we saw everything. And uh, we head to Adiram after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we spend the night in Adiram. Such a long day. Wow. <laughs> For me, what was so special is that we could be like in the morning, we were like in the hills. It was completely green. There were rivers and like water everywhere. It's like... It's like a different country. And in, a, yeah. in one hour, you can be in Dead Sea. Uh, one hour, we travel south and we're in the desert. You were in the yeah. desert with us. In one hour. Amazing. Mm, this is right. It was an amazing trip. Yeah, well, I was trying my best to, to talk in a good English, but sometimes my English doesn't help me. Ramzi, your English is fantastic. Really. Your English is fantastic. And honestly, the week we spent with you was so magical, really. It, wa- like, it was such a nice minute. week. I, yeah. I love that week. As soon as you can get tourists back in Jordan, we are sending everyone to you. Yeah. <laughs> Inshallah. Yeah. I hope so. Inshallah. No, we, we will be the first will in be line. We will be the first and then everyone else after us. <laughs> Inshallah, I would love to see you again, of course. Okay, thank you so much, Ramzi. Ahlan, 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 you're welcome. Shukran, Habibi. You ready to eat? I'm so hungry, like just thinking, you know, talking to them just made me think of everything we ate and I'm starving. And I'm occasionally just using a flat plate to just press it down just so that we have a nice kind of even cook going on everywhere. It's a bit of a a game of patience, waiting for that. You want to see the color coming around the sides of the pan. And then I suppose the biggest question is when we flip it, will it work? Certainly there's enough butter there for it to flip. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's going to stick to this pan. 
without much clarified butter going to it. Do you remember we went one day for this trip and they were cooking it on this, the massive, massive tray, like a wedding tray of this. And they kept swirling it like they needed three guys to swirl this tray. Yeah. And they kept being unhappy with how cooked it was. In Jordan, we were told it's very, like, for an engagement party, the Knafe guys would come. There'd be like, I don't know, that many hundreds of people. And they would just come, get the fire on, do their knafe, everyone gets a piece, engagement, done. <laughs> oh, pistachios, pistachios are so important. Oh yeah, you can chop some pistachios while we yeah. wait there just to sprinkle on the other side after we've drizzled our syrup. We were told the more pistachios you have, the more generous and, you know, and sort auspicious of, you seem yeah. as, a, as a host. I mean, it's definitely not considered a dessert, per se. It's considered something you eat as a pick-me-up during the day, any time of day. I'm using a traditional knafe pan, so this is like a pan without a, without a handle. I actually think they should have handles. It would be so much easier than trying to do this without a handle. But traditionally, you don't have a handle. I'm just crushing these pistachios. And I think we can be quite generous with them as well. Sugar syrup's almost boiling. Okay, so our cheese has started to melt onto the pan here. And you can hear it kind of start to fizzle and bubble. Fizzle and bubble and... So we get, very carefully take a plate flip it on top of the tray and yeah. then together with the cloth we flip and we hope for good things. Give it a tap of joy and luck. Okay, taps of joy. Let's hope for good things. Here we go. Cheesy, oh. messy, goldeny. Right. Here we go. A bit of syrup all over the top. So you always add a bit of orange blossom at the end. Just adds like a really beautiful fragrance. Good dousing all over. You're shaking it a bit. Yeah. And then pour it over. You want to hear it kind of. Really drinking it in. So what's the rule? Cold syrup, hot cake? If or you it get a chance. Apply here? It does. If you get a chance for your syrup to cool down, then you usually use cold syrup, hot cake, or hot syrup, cold cake. And I'm just going to add my... Pistachios all over. Yeah, very generously. Yeah, that looks the part, doesn't it? Now, the whole thing is, you eat it hot. So you want that kind of stringy cheese to be melted and stuff like that. This is really not a dessert you eat cold. Mmm. Oh, that crisp pastry is delicious. And you really do need that full amount of syrup because... Yeah, you always think that it's going to be too much, but then somehow... No, it really... Because like, there's no other sugar really added here. Certainly enough butter and cheese. Yeah, didn't say, it I didn't mean... <laughs> say it doesn't have anything bad about it. Mm. Mm. That's all right. That is fine. That is really good. I think nafe is one of those things that, if you love it, you're fanatic about it. I love it. I love it. I never used to. No, you didn't. When we started dating, yeah. you weren't a massive fan. That's because the one that you have in the old city in Jerusalem is just not as nice. 
starting an argument. I'm not even going to go there. Well, it isn't. I mean, I do love it now, and I'm kind of sad that I do. Because, because it's, it's, you know, this is a special treat yeah. kind of dessert. You don't have this every day. But actually, this would do... A good eight people. Yeah, yeah. So, so you only have, have like a tiny, tiny bit. Mm. Yeah, I'm going in for a tiny bit more. I want to try for one of the crispy bits. The crispy bits are just super. And seen. So guys, if you enjoyed cooking with us today, really hope you listen to the other four episodes in this series. It's kind of a mini series to give you inspiration, a summer project, say, of cooking on your barbecue, food from all around the Levant. We cooked in uh, Israel, in Egypt, in Jordan, in Turkey, and in Greece. We had such an amazing time. Hopefully, if you cook along with us, then you'll get a bit of a flavor of the trip we had. It will take you, transport you to another place until travel is completely safe again. Yeah, I hope you, you enjoy. And if you want to hear more or read more about our trips, it's all in our book, Chasing Smoke. We want to thank our guest, Ramzi Hanafiya. Hope we can see you again soon. And of course, to Patricia Neven. We want to say a big thank you to our producer, Miranda Hinckley, our audio engineer, Paul Brogdon, and to Daniel Winshall for our fancy new theme music. Special thank you to Louisa Kornfeld, a.k.a. Lulu, head of communication in Honey & Co., plus so much more, and to our dear friend, Polly Russell, for lending us her garden. It's goodbye for me, Sarit Packer. And for me, Tomas Rulovic. Thank you so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.